and I and I see this alley to the left, and I'm like, this is my chance. <laughs> I, can, I can get out of it. And so I literally, I, I look over there, and I sort of point in that direction to the right, and I say, oh my, oh my God, look at these people over there. And I sweep off to the left down this alley. About five seconds after, I've lit, all I hear is, Ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> and that's it. Hi guys, welcome back to the Matthew and Ben Business and Life podcast. Welcome back. Today welcome we're going back. to be talking about romantic relationships. Are they good when you're trying to build a business, trying to do a startup, or generally in your business life? Is it a good thing to have a romantic relationship or is it a bad thing? And what kind of romantic relationships are good and what kind of relationships are not good? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Matthew, why don't you kick us off? What What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think let's just start with like my own kind of experience. So, um, I've been pretty much single for my entire life. So I've had a, a bit of fun, uh, on, I guess, on the on that front. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess six months ago, I started out with like I guess a more serious relationship with a girl, um, and I found out that I guess during the week it's a lot better like to have an actual relationship because you get to like share more you get to um yeah like kind of be honestly be more fulfilled with everything that you do because you do it for like not only yourself but maybe for the experiences that you may be able to share at some point with your girlfriend um and so on uh, i think it does have its downsides whereas there's some points you know where you just want to be by yourself but um I think overall, my experience is very positive with having like a relationship, um, especially when you're trying to build something. It, it really requires quite a bit of sacrifice and focus and so on. So having someone to, I guess, relax with, I think it's really, really important. Um, yeah, and I think that's key. The person you're in a relationship with, they have to be understanding of what you're doing. I've had uh, problems in the past where I've been told I wasn't giving my girlfriend enough attention and a lot of the time it's because I was just so focused on building my business yeah that was a priority for me not that my girlfriend at the time wasn't a priority for me it was just that there's always there's always the idea that you have to work on yourself as Mm. well as other as your relationships and it can't be all one or the other. It can't be all relationship. It can't be all yourself. And yep. um, I think for some people in relationships they've had in the past, mm-hmm. they're expecting it to be all about them and it's all one couple. And it's yep. not about each other achieving their own objectives and their own dreams and their own ambitions. Um, yep. So I think it's important that whoever you are with they are going to help you on your way. Um, I think one of the, something I always hear is, show me who your friends are, who your girlfriend is and your friends are, and the people you surround yourself with, and I'll tell you where you're going to be in 10 years time. And I think that that just stuck with me 
so so much and I've, I've said on previous podcast about how I don't have the most positive friendship group and although I more recently have gone out and made new friends in various areas and these people are more in line with my way of thinking and they're more positive and we're all yep. helping each other grow and move forward uh, there are times when I think it's a shame that my previous friendship group weren't so positive about what I was doing and weren't kind of going in the same direction in life. Hmm. And so <clears throat> I think in relationships, it's the same. You know, having a romantic partner that is going to be there and yeah. work with you to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's a lot of things like when I found out I went to university, you actually have to do a lot of things yourself. Yeah. So you've got to clean, you've got to wash your clothes, you've yeah. got to cook dinner, you've got to just generally cook. Um, there's a lot of life admin that you have to do. And when you're trying to be a successful entrepreneur, that just gets in the way. It really does, yeah. It really gets in the way. And, and these are, and it not just, it's not just time consuming, it's also like the energy it takes, like the mental energy. It's like these things to me are like the worst things imaginable. They, they they literally are they provide no productivity to my overall life like yep. it doesn't by doing the washing by cooking through I, I don't get any enjoyment out of it and it has no impact on where I want to go in life like if I want to go and build and become a really successful business person it's just these things aren't going to help me to get there yep um, and so True. when you're partnered with someone who is helping you in these kind of life admin tasks he's working with you or they are he is or whoever you're relationship with working with you to get to where you want to go it makes things a lot easier and you're both more successful because of it and yeah. um, what about what about getting in a relationship where like that woman or man that you're like dating has their own life and they're pretty much like yourself but in the other i guess sex or the opposite sex right Yeah. Do you think that's a good mix? Like, do, do you think that could work out where there's like two really independent people coming into the same relationship? Do you, how do you feel it, about that? It's strange because I think those kind of people have a lot of lust for each other. Mm. I think, you know, I've been in situations in the past where I've, I've met very similar minded mm. women who are entrepreneurial business focused and you sort of get along instantly and you know you're going to be good friends or you're going to like fancy each other but you don't they never I don't think in relationships that ever works out yeah it just oh, really? in my opinion just can't yeah I just don't think it works and I, I've heard of people that are like that and the relationship doesn't work I don't know if that's your experience but in my experience what I found is that someone needs to be less ambitious driven Because you know that person is going out to work a lot of the time, and their free time might not be the same free time as the other person's free time, and you'll never really have the time to take care of the kids or whatever it is. So I think I would never want to be with someone like that. I think that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, conversely, it's, it's I don't want to be with someone exactly like me. But someone who yeah. is ambitious and someone who is driven and someone who recognizes that yeah. my achievements are also my family's achievements. And so yeah. my 
girlfriend or my romantic partner or whoever's going with me along the way, they're also yeah. achieving what I'm achieving. Yeah. So yeah. while they're not becoming a self-made billionaire, yeah. you know, as a family, that's where our family's going. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I, I've always said I want to be with someone that is understanding of that and is also ambitious in the sense that she will help my family and, and us to get there. Yeah. Um, so that's different to someone who is an entrepreneur themselves, because I think that's hard. Um, I mean, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, that's it. I mean, I think that's a great point. Um, so far, I've got a, like a very good relationship. Um, she is kind of independent, and I guess she wouldn't. She's not as ambitious as I am. Uh, but where we like get on with each other very well is in uh, first of all understanding each other, like being at the same like consciousness level it's not like you know what i mean because the not really explain that so um this I, i'm a big believer in like frequencies of thought so i may be thinking about you know i want to be in this place and then i start talking to someone that doesn't even understand the place i want to get into or that i want to go to uh, and doesn't understand why i'm ambitious and why i'm trying to achieve stuff if i'm going to be dating someone like that there's just not going to be that chemistry like this we're not going to be consciously aligned with each other i guess that's number one um, yeah, that i found out that's that. really important um i guess number two is uh, honestly like being like sexually attracted to each other i think that's very important especially early on um because if you don't have that like you know you know what do you have uh, i mean obviously you can get to be their friends you can like, you know be all that good stuff but i think you need kind of both to be honest in order to yeah, have something I, mean, I agree to a certain extent although i would say when you are of a certain age obviously your appearances start to fade yep. and yep. and the attractiveness you feel for somebody is more in line with their personality than it is the way they look on the outside so yes you need to be attracted to them on the outside but i think fundamentally for me that is something that is short term and yes. not just attractions fade. It's like you could date someone for six months and then if, yeah. if all they've got to them is that they're attractive and that you're attracted to them, this the relationship's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I would much rather be in a position where, okay, I found someone who I wasn't as attracted to, but I connected with on a, on a deeper level personality yeah. wise, because that's much more long lasting than it is me being physically attracted to someone. Um, and I think I agree, this, I in this day and age, people are so obsessed with the way people look and the, yep. the way you look and just picking the perfect looking person. But they, they, they forget to think, you know, well, I need to be matching with the right person personality wise, because that's the only way I'm really going to be happy yep. in my relationship. What, what about um, having that, I guess, relationship go on the journey of you trying to, I guess, make it right? So. Um, the, I guess there's a difference between meeting Ben, right, at 23 versus meeting Ben at like 32, right? So yeah. how how do you feel about the fact that you could be with a person uh, that goes along on the journey of you trying to, I guess, progress in life, you know? I think that's a yeah. really key and important milestone or way of going on about a relationship. What do you feel yeah, about and I love that? the idea? Yeah, and I love the idea of that. And I think if you can find someone that you can take with you on your way, 
and on your journey, then it's great. But but at the same time, there are times when by you going and being very successful and, and you're, you're, you kind of go along a different path and if they don't come with you, you can become even more separated. Yep. And so I've heard that some people after they're sort of in their late twenties coming into their thirties, they just go different ways and they're not too interested in what the other person's doing and they're not too interested in following along with what they're doing and they just you find yep. that your paths yep. crop that just don't really follow mm. the same line. And um that's why I'm a big advocate of not settling down too early because I think yep. now this generation, the millennial generation, they really are getting married much later, having mm. kids much later. I think because they're beginning to realise that 20, 20 to 30, the, that's a lot of what you're discovering about who you are and what kind of person you want to be. When you get into your 30s, you then start to kind of develop your persona and your early 30s, you know, you really think, right, this is who I am now. And I think it's yep. not really until your early 30s do you really know the kind of person that you are. Yep. Some people it's a little bit earlier. Some people it's it's even later. Um, but I'd say the majority of 20 to 30 year olds are not really too bothered about sort of finding their purpose and their, their path in life. They're much more focused on just having a good time while they're in their twenties. And, yeah. uh, and I think that, that that's a big regret for a lot of people. I think when it comes to it, when they, when they reach 30 years old, they look back at what they've done in all their twenties and they think, well, I just wasted 10 years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Now being 30, you're still extremely young. You, you've got you've got so much more to accomplish. I mean, the majority of really successful entrepreneurs don't really start anything until they're thirty plus. So yeah, exactly. don't don't worry about that if you're thinking, oh no, I'm you're thirty, forty, fifty, you know, I'm, I'm too old to, to do anything. You're not. You're you're not in any way. You start you're so young at thirty. You're so young at forty. Hmm. Um, and yes, you can live twenty to thirty, just have yeah. fun. But is that really giving you? an inner sense of happiness? I think, I think the 20s are where you set your foundations, essentially, for what your the rest of your life is going to look like. I mean, obviously, you can change it, but it's just going to be harder, right? Because yeah. you've created a certain habit, certain way of looking at yourself and so on. So, I mean, honestly, I'm, I mean, I've always been like this. I think my journey towards understanding myself started at 18 whereas other people just don't even think about that um, not until they're very some people never do <laughs> well, yeah. genuinely some people get to get to like 80 this is why you see these people protesting in the streets mm-hmm. for like these insignificant causes they're either young like students or they're yep. really old yeah like 80 or 70 because they they're trying to find that purpose Yep. They're trying to find that meaning in life because they've lived their entire life and they've realized, what the hell have I done? Yeah. So what? How, how do you feel someone can set themselves? Say say you're like 25, right? Or 24, 25, 28. And you want to... Um, and this is all hypothesis because I guess we haven't reached the 30 plus year mark, right? What do you think you would do or we would need to do it if we want to set ourselves up with a very healthy relationship over the next 30 years, so like from 30 to 60, knowing that you're constantly going to be progressing and trying to improve yourself throughout this time, what would you do? 
Yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah. I think predominantly you need to figure yourself out. I don't think you can have a meaningful, happy relationship until you're happy with yourself and who you are. Yeah. So fundamentally, you need to find out what kind of person you are, what your ambitions are, where you want to go in life. And you need to discover that in your 20s. And when you know that, it's going to be much easier to pick a partner who's yeah. along the same path. If you don't know that and you try and pick a partner, then it's unlikely that you're going to be going the same way, in the same direction, and it's not going to last. Yeah. And there's something like, I don't know what the figure is exactly, but almost more than a third of, of marriages end in a divorce now in yeah. Europe. And uh, maybe a little bit less in the US, but in Europe, about a third of marriages end in divorce, which is which is very sad. And I think a lot of them are just getting married too early and uh, making decisions too early and not yeah. having the courage to say, you know what, maybe we're not actually right for each other. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a tough thing to do, but it, it helps. Yeah. It helps later on in life, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And what, what qualities, like say you're... I mean, can you ask for qualities that you don't have in a, in a partner? Is that yeah. something you can do? I mean, obviously you can do it, right? Yeah. But, no, yeah. no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, so for example, I'm, I'm sort of very scientific-minded, very sort of straight-minded, but uh, I've always liked the idea of what attracts me is, is someone that's more, more dram dramatic in terms of the way she thinks, more creative, I guess is a better word, more creative, yeah. Um, so I'm not very I'm not very creative thinker sometimes, and I'm not very artsy, and that's yeah. always that whole side of the world that I just don't have any exposure to and don't know a lot about. So that's always been something that um, attracted you. Attracted me, yeah. Um, and so it, it, I don't think I'm going to base my future wife on these characteristics, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a thing that I think it doesn't really matter to me. Whether whether they're science-minded, whether they're artsy, whatever, that, that's not too important. I yeah. think it's really the the whole personality in, in together that that you're trying to match with. Um, and do, do you feel that, um, I guess, connection with someone happens, like, pretty early on, like, pretty quickly, uh, that it normally evolves over time, that it's a mix? Um, I found, so I find out, in myself right I've always tend to be like honestly like just pretty quick with girls like I haven't really you know messed about too much so when you try and open yourself like when you try and actually do something serious uh, you get to this point where you're like well I'm now starting to go into a space where I haven't been before right yeah. so uh, like it's kind of like in business right so you're doing something new um And in doing that new thing, you start understanding yourself a bit more and, and you start seeing yourself in different situations that you haven't seen yourself. How, I guess, how, how do you navigate that? I mean, that, I guess it's a tough one, right? You just hit yourself against the wall and then you... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like that phrase, how, you know, just how many frogs do you have to kiss until you get your prince? Hmm. and um, I'm, I'm, I'm always an advocate for going on for, for people dating and going out there and experiencing new things because that's the only way you're ever going to find yeah. the right one at the end of it if you go on one date with one guy you have, you have nothing to compare that guy against to that girl against you just yeah. think 
you know, there's no okay date, but you have no idea whether they're actually meant for you or not. Um, and so I would say start early, you know, go on as many dates as you can, go out there, put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have your heart broken. I mean, it sounds, sounds sad, but, you know, falling, <laughs> have your heart broken and, and you'll know next time what went wrong and, hmm. and it was never meant to be in the first place. Um, yeah. 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 And, yeah. I mean, what would you say you connect with mostly about your, with your girlfriend now and why do you think she's important in sort of your business life progression or is she just there sort of helping you along the way? Uh, so I think I connect with her, uh, I guess initially it was more physically. So that uh, that's honestly it. But then uh, where I started connecting with her was essentially she was into coaching. So like um, learning how to help people get better at stuff is what she, she focuses on. Um, then she's also very creative. So I'm very much like yourself, Ben, where I'm like very scientific, like very logic minded very mental where she's a lot more emotional very passionate that kind of stuff which is really really cool um and then we're just on this journey where i know where i want to go she kind of know where she wants to go we've got a lot of things in common um we enjoy being together and i see something coming out of it where you know it may not be like a long term it may be short term i don't know because you never know but so far so good right so yeah you know. so, so that's that's good and i think that's yeah that's kind of the way you should approach things you should never jump in and be like this is this is it this is my wife yeah. it's always yeah. an ongoing it's always an ongoing exactly. thing and also helps so like let's say you're working right uh, and you need to do 10 tasks if you're single you're like well i'll just do seven because i only have to take care of myself but if you get into like a relationship you're like all right fuck it i'm gonna do nine to ten um, I'm gonna try and make more money, and then we're gonna spend it, if you wanted to spend it, on like experiences with your girlfriend because you can now share them, right, with someone. Yeah. I and suppose. I would, you know. And I would also say that that that's a, just because you're experiencing these things and you're using money to go on nice vacations or whatever it is, doesn't mean that that person is going to be you know your wife in the future. You can still enjoy yeah. times and have those memories. And I think that's yeah, that's an invaluable thing. Um, exactly. So, exactly. So just to end, uh, just to end the podcast, should we yep. talk about some uh, some bad dates? <laughs> some bad relationships. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I've got one story. Well, I've got oh, a couple yeah. stories. I've got a couple stories to be honest. Okay. Well, right, let's do two. Let's do two each. Let's do two. Okay. Each. So. Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny because of the situation. So I was like 16, 17 years old, um, kind of got, yeah, was in the club, met this girl, you know, we we did what we had to do that night. And then uh, <laughs> next day, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then next day we were like, okay, let's meet. And literally we had nothing fucking common. <laughs> so it was kind of like this weird situation where, you just met to just talk, right? So you just like meeting to get to know each other, but you've got nothing to talk about because you, there's just yeah, no well, connection well, whatsoever. Yeah, no connection. Yeah, so what do you do? You, you just kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good idea. So you, you just kiss for the whole date. 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. And then, and can I have two jokes to joke about for like every single time we stopped? And that was it. That was like literally. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened? Did you see her again? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. No, she's dating a friend now, which is funny, but yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what about yours? Tell me one of yours. Um, so I've had quite a few crazy ones. Um, maybe not for this podcast, but one, <laughs> one. Um, I went on a date in uh, after work, and um, in central London, and I'd met this girl on a dating app, and uh, she <clears throat> she looked great when I met yeah. her. She was very attractive. Seems like we got along quite well. Um, and, but all I could hear, all I could, I had this sort of weird sense of smell. It's just this weird smell around me. And I didn't know whether it was me, whether it was the location we'd gone to. Anyway, fast forward about an hour and a half into our date. She tells me that she's excited for dinner. And I say, well, what are you going to have for dinner? And she's like, well, I'm just going to have what I have every day for dinner. And I, and I said, oh, okay. What do you have every day for dinner? She was like, I just have hummus. And I thought, okay, well, I mean, hummus is great, but healthy. And I thought maybe she was being a little bit sarcastic. So how often do you hummus? And she said, oh, it's all I eat. I said, what do you mean it's all you eat? You don't eat anything else? She said, said, no. I have hummus for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) I I said, no fruit, no vegetables? No, no, I I just eat hummus. I said, well, what? Just just hummus and a spoon. I just spoon hummus. And that's so what I realised. She, like... she smelled of hummus, and I, and I, and I well, actually, at that point, I didn't realise. Because I went home, and um, I had hummus in the fridge, and oh, I, I giggled to myself when I took the hummus out of the fridge because I thought this is funny. This this all this yeah. girl eat. And I opened it, and the smell coming off of it, I realised that was what she. That was what the funny smell was in the entire day. <laughs> It was because she was basically sweating this hummus out that she had constantly three meals a day, and so she was sweating uh, this really. Yeah, like could you smell it? Just almost, she was just one big pot of hummus. It just smelled like <laughs> hummus. So she, so needless to say, I didn't see her again. But um, and I was a little bit traumatized. I think I couldn't, I couldn't actually stomach hummus that hummus that night, and I, I think I went off her. Off hummus for a couple of years. A couple of years. Jesus I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I've, I guess the other stories are like a bit more, a bit more normal. To be honest, like I was working at a bar or like a restaurant. I think this happens a lot, but you don't know it until it happens to you. Um, so I was working at a bar uh, when I was like sixteen years old or so, um, and I was like being a waiter, right? So, um, as a waiter, you get to see or talk to a lot of type of people, um, all types of people. Uh, and one of those was uh, this girl that was kind of like my age, to be honest. She, she went to like, I kind of knew her from other friends and so on. So, you know, whatever. So, I gave her the bill. She paid for it, sent it over to the bar, to the, I guess, to the way you put in the bills and so on. And um, apparently, she'd put her phone number and a 10 in the in the receipt and uh then the the bar manager is like hey matthew is this yours and i'm like yeah 
Well, here's what. Look at look at this. Look at this big boy. Look at this big boy. <laughs> so then I I got it. Uh, saw her WhatsApp right because you can add someone and then look at their WhatsApp and you can kind of kind of figure out who it is. <laughs> and it was this it was this girl from the bar that you know obviously put her phone number. Um, anyways, didn't end up meeting it, but that was kind of like one of the uh, yeah another another curious uh, event that's happened dating likewise. And then the obviously. Yeah, obviously I've had some more, I guess, experiences, but not as funny, not nearly as funny. So yeah. I had I had one more after another after work in London where uh, it was Tinder, no less. Just it's a very hit and miss app, as most people know, especially millennials will understand. So <laughs> I had maybe three images of this this lady on um, Tinder, <laughs> and I couldn't really tell what she looked like completely. Yeah. So I wasn't 100% sure. I just thought, right, she looks okay. We were getting along okay. And uh, so I was like, well, let, you know, I'm in London. Let's go. Let's have a drink. Yep. So Thursday not, So Thursday evening, she uh, we met up. <laughs> and, uh, we met. We, we agreed to meet. Uh, so I was working in Mayfair at the time. So we agreed to re- quite, meet quite close to the Ritz. So I was yep. standing in front of the Ritz and uh, just waiting there. And yep. she... She, I, w- I walked straight past her because she looked completely nothing like any of these photos. So <laughs> she was probably 10 years older. She was just... Catfishing? Yeah, catfishing me, basically. Like, didn't look anything like these pictures. And she, I'm not, So I didn't recognize her. She came up to me. She, I thought she was asking for directions. But she was genuinely my date. So I thought, oh my God, this is not... <laughs> It's not what I signed up for. Shocked. I was almost just a bit shocked. I was like, "Well, it's a bit strange." And then she went for a walk into uh, Soho, and she was very, very strange, saying a lot of very strange things. And I was, I was a little bit frightened, to be honest. Like, I was really? like this <laughs> how old were you? This I've never seen. And I mean, 20. I was, I was about twenty-five at the time. And I think she must have been 35. I mean, I'm not against dating all women. It's just she just looked, it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. So it happened to be that this one night in London, just as we arrived in Soho, that the entire district of Soho goes into a blackout. So all of the lights shut off in the, in, okay. in the whole place. And people, are, it's like pitch black. So people are not seeing anything. Yeah. So I see this, I seize this opportunity. <laughs> and I think... It's pitch black. No, I can get the hell no, of here. I can go. No. <laughs> and so we start walking, and and there's this little little street off the the, the lights go out, and everyone everyone a few screamed and was like, "Oh my gosh, it's, it's blackout!" And then she's like, "Oh my god, you couldn't God. see anything at all." Couldn't see anything, and I and I see this alley to the left, and I'm like, "This is my chance. I can get out of it." And so I literally I I look over there and I sort of point in that direction to the right, and I say. <laughs> Oh my god! Look at these people over there, and I swoop off to the left down this alley. About five seconds after, I've got, all I hear is Ben, 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 and that's it. Gone. Never seen her again. Oh, Get the train home. Run off. I'm sure you can. Oh my god! That's I a, felt that's a little a bit one. guilty. To be fair, I was I was an immature 25 year old. I felt a little bit guilty. I probably yeah. should have confronted her and said. Come on, no. you catfishing me here. 
<laughs> instead, I thought, well, the world, the, the world is telling me something. It's, there's a blackout. You know, <laughs> Ben, get out of there. Get out of there. And so, that's what Jesus I did. Christ, that's a funny one. You've got some, <laughs> those are two funny stories. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's it. That's, we thought it'd end on some funny stories. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah important. I think relationships are important for sure. Friendships yeah. and romantic partners are very important in uh, who you pick. Yeah. So pick yeah. wisely, but definitely, definitely don't rush into it. It'd be picky yeah. and take your time when you're in your 20s to determine what kind of person you are and what kind of person you want to be with. And yeah. you'll find that it's, it's going to make becoming a successful person much easier if you pick the right person. I, th- I think so, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool, guys. Right. Great, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot. Catch you next time. Yep. Catch you next time. Thanks a lot. See ya. Bye.